Thank you, Pastor, for allowing me to speak on this special day. We're not just closing one year. We're closing a decade. And we're launching a decade. So I'm excited for what God is going to do in the next decade with Mosaic Life, with your life. And so are you guys ready? Are you guys ready to see what God is going to do in your life? I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. 2020, uh, we have a baby girl on the way. She's going to be here in about eight weeks. So I'm looking forward to that next year. Very, very excited. But uh, just during 2020, God, God just wants to push us. God wants to stretch us. God wants to do a new thing. God wants to just take us to another level in our walk with him, in our prayer life. And so I want to talk about boldness in prayer. And I know God is just taking us in that, in that direction in our prayer life. And so 2019 maybe was a struggle for you. 2019 maybe had a rough, rough spots. But you know what? 2020 is, is coming. 2020 will be here. And so God will, will do great things. There's a shift coming. There's a shift coming in your, in your walk with the Lord. There's a shift coming in your family. There's a shift coming in your finances. There's a shift coming in your ministry. There's a shift coming in your faith. So you just need to grab a hold of that. Grab a hold of, of that promise. You might need to struggle a little bit. You might need to wrestle a little bit with it. Like who? Who, who, who wrestled in the Bible? Jacob. Jacob wrestled for his blessing. So you might need to wrestle a little bit for your blessing and not letting go of what God wants to do in your life. Not letting go of the promises that are there for you in, in your life. And so I am confident that, that, that God will, will take us to that place, to that level in 2020. And so let me just start with um, scripture here just to launch us in, in, um, in our message this morning uh, from Ephesians uh, 3.12. It says, we have boldness and access to the Father with confidence through faith in him. So that's where we're starting off with the confidence that we have in him, um, in the Father for prayer. And so when we walk in boldness and in confidence, we will walk in victory. So I want all of us in 2020 to walk in victory. I want all of us to walk in boldness in our prayer life, in boldness in our worship, in boldness in our dedication to the Lord. And that will give you victory in every area of your life. But before we go a little bit further, uh, let me ask you a question. How is the condition of your faith? How is the condition of your heart as we're coming uh, to an end of 2019? Is, it, is your faith active? Is it alive? Is it strong? Or is it weak? It has too many scars, too many battle scars. Is your faith ready to take you to new levels? Is your faith ready to launch you to the things that God wants us to do in 2020? How is your faith? Take a look at your faith, how, um, what God wants to do in, in your life. Because our faith is fragile. Our faith, our faith can, can, can struggle throughout the, the years and throughout uh, our, our moments and, and our battles in our lives. We're constantly under attack. So we need to polish our faith daily. We need to polish our faith on a regular basis because our faith is what's going to give us that victory. Our victory is dependent on the strength of our faith. 
So if you walk, if you have weak faith, then you might struggle with, with some victory in your life. So our victory is dependent on the strength of our faith. So we need strong faith to fight in 2020. We need strong faith to have victory in our lives. And so faith is a work in progress. We want sometimes to get to the finish line. We, we, we are impatient. How many impatient people we have here? I'm impatient. We want to get there. We want to be at the end. We want to reach our goal. We don't want to go through the process because maybe it hurts. We don't want to go through, through those challenges, through those tribulations because it's hard. And it, it takes a lot out of us. And so, but in that moment, that's when we grow, when we go through those things, when we go through those trials. And so, just uh, to share a little bit about um, what I do now uh, here at the, at the church and what I've done in, as a ministry uh, in the past. I've been the prayer uh, director, uh, the prayer minister director for Mosaic um, and uh, for, for, for many years now. But what I see many times, the problem that I see, uh, it's that only a few people come to the prayer ministry. And which that's not the main problem that I see, but those are faithful people, and I'm thankful for those people. Those are people that, 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 I mean, make the church run. But what I see is people that are struggling, people that are dealing with stuff, people that are battling with issues, and they don't make it to the prayer ministry. You can say, ouch. <laughs> you can say amen. Because I want you to experience victory in your life. I want you to experience uh, God in a deeper way. And I want us to go bolder in our prayer life in 2020. I want us to come together as a church and see what God is going to do in, 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 in our church, in your life, uh, in prayer. Amen? So I don't really know where I would be if it wasn't for the prayer ministry. I don't really know uh, what I would be doing if the prayer ministry hasn't uh, kept me this far. It has taught me to increase in my faith year after year. It has taught me to uh, discipline in this area and also perseverance. I am far where I am far from being where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. And so, because I am weak, I need the prayer ministry in my life. Because I am constantly failing, I need the prayer ministry in my life. Because I am constantly in need of prayer. How many of us need prayer? I need the prayer ministry in my life. And because I'm constantly asking for, for God to move in my life, I need the prayer ministry in my life. And so the prayer ministry has been there to lift me up. It has been there to encourage me. When I'm down, when I'm sad, when, when I need strength, when I need to be cleansed from my heart, the prayer ministry has been there. And so I want the church to experience that in their lives as well. I want the church to grow in that, in, in that ministry as well in 2020. These are just a few things that the prayer ministry has done in my life. And, uh, but let me tell you, I've seen the power of prayer in my life, in my family's life. In the church, I've seen God move in many ways. 
blessings after blessings uh, in my life because of prayer. And so I want us to, to, to take prayer to the next level. And, and so I want us to, um, to, to just go deeper in that. Many people are enthusiastic about attending church and, and coming to Bible study and coming to other events that we do at the church. And that's okay. That's great. But let's take time to make the prayer ministry a priority in our church in 2020. Amen? And, and so, but don't worry. This is not just a mosaic problem. This is a global problem that's taking place all over the world. That prayer ministry, it's probably left a little bit to the side. And so the church struggles with that all the time. But we want to make 2020, the whole decade, uh, evolved in prayer. And that prayer will be something that will launch us to our next level. The prayer ministry will launch us to what God wants to do in our lives. And so I believe that. I believe that with all my heart that God is looking for a church that prays. God is looking for a church that intercedes and seeks God's face like never before. Cries out to him for mercy. Cries out to him for, for his favor, for his grace, for protection, for, for, uh, for God to move in a mighty way. Amen. That's where we can come and encounter our Creator and our God. Okay, so let's look at a little bit closer on what gives us that boldness uh, and that authority to pray here uh, from Scripture. Um, our position in Christ. Our position in Christ is so important. And then the position that Christ has with the Father. Let me read Ephesians 1, 20, 22. It tells, it tells us, when he raised Christ from the dead and he seated him at his right hand in the heavenly Father, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church. So we see here Jesus, he died for us and he ascended to the Father. So Jesus ascended to the Father. That ascension to the Father gave him a position of authority over everything, over every demonic power, over every ruler, everything here on this earth. And so the greatest thing is that with that ascension, Ephesians 2.6 tells us that he, raises, he raised us up together with Christ and seated us together with him in the heavenly realms, in Christ Jesus. Isn't that powerful? That should be something that we need to live by. That verse, that God raised us up together in Christ Jesus, is so powerful because that gives us that position that we can come with boldness, that we can come and, and seek God with authority for the things that we're seeking for, for the things that we're looking for, for the things that, that we need change in our lives. That's our current position right now uh, as believers. So two things that I want to point out uh, from, from this position. In this position, we can stand and we can, uh, we can stand in that position, in that heavenly position. Scripture, scripture teaches us that because of Christ, where he's seating at, where he's seated, we can fight from this position also. 
So this positions, these two positions gives us a place so we can stand and we can fight for, our, for the things that are uh, uh, battling in our, in our hearts, in our minds. And so this is where we get our boldness and then authority uh, when we come in prayer. And so authoritative prayers begin from a heavenly position. And they go from heaven to earth. So that's where I want as a church to go uh, in 2020. From authoritative prayers that begin in a heavenly position, that they begin uh, in, in, in a heavenly realm where we're seating with Christ Jesus and directly to, to earth. A prayer with authority has heaven as its starting point and earth as its destination. A lot of times what happens is that we, we pray and we pray basic prayers. We pray things uh, from earth to heaven. We ask God. We ask God to do things. We, 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 we ask uh, the Lord to, to do certain things. But this is a different type of prayer. This is a different uh, position that, that Christ wants us to live by. And living in this position will give you victory. Living in this position will give you authority. It will give you boldness to call upon the name of the Lord and to pray differently, to pray with boldness, to pray with authority. The second point that I want to uh, point is that uh, uh, knowing who, we're, who is backing us up in our prayers. We know where we're standing. We know our position. Knowing who is backing us up. Um, the following story is from Elijah. Um, I love this story. It's one of my favorite stories because it just um, points uh, to uh, um, a place where God did all the work in this battle. There was a war going on between Israel and the, um, the Arabians. And they were ready to fight. They were ready to go to battle. And I'm not going to go into the whole details of the story because I don't have time. But later on, um, the enemy sent a full army into where Elijah was. And it was just, uh, then the, they sent horses and chariots and a strong force there. They went by night and surrounded the city. When the servant of the men of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? This is the servant, Elijah's servant, asking. And then Elijah says, don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elijah prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. How many of us need for the Lord to open our eyes, to see what he's doing in our lives? Because a lot of times we only see the battle. A lot of times we only see the negative things. A lot of times we see the enemies just coming towards us, and then we get afraid. And we don't know how to fight, and we just want to give up. But the Lord is like, oh, Lord, open his eyes so he can see, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked, and he saw the, the hills full of horses and chariots of fire. The other army didn't have chariots of fire, but the Lord's army had chariots of fire all around Elijah. And so, as the enemy came down towards him, 
Elijah prayed to the Lord, strike this army with blindness. So he struck them with blindness, and Elisha had asked, as Elisha had asked. Elisha told him, this is not the road, and this is not the city. Follow me, and I will lead you to the man you're looking for. And he led them to Samaria. So here's Elijah. They were coming to kill him, and because he prayed, he struck them with blindness. So the enemy, according to the, the bad guys, was leading them out of the city without having to fight. Because God was doing all the fighting. Amen? God just was following Elijah's commands because he knew who was backing him up. He knew who was uh, beside him. So Elijah told him, this is not the road. I mean, the city is over there. And so he, he took them. After they entered the city, Elijah said, Lord, open the eyes of the men so they can see. Then the Lord opened the eyes and they looked. And there they were inside Samaria. So prayer is powerful. Prayer is powerful when we pray from a position of authority and a position of boldness. And so I want us to, to, to go in that position in 2020 and to just have more victory in our lives. I need victory in my life. I think we all do. I think we all need um, a victory in a lot of the areas. <clears throat> so you cannot stand firm in a position if you do not know who is backing you up. So you need to know who your God is and how capable he is to setting you free, how capable he is to fight your battles, how capable he is to do what you're telling him to do without doubt and without fear. A lot of times we have doubt and fear, so we don't pray with boldness. We don't pray with authority because we think that maybe it's not going to happen. But I encourage you, pray with boldness, pray with authority, pray with the position that you have in Christ Jesus. We all do. If you're a believer in Christ, you are seated. You are seated in Christ Jesus. So you are in that position, and you have that, that, those tools at your disposal. We all have difficulties. We all have mountains. We all have problems in our lives. And so... I want to show you what the Bible tells us to tell those mountains and to tell those problems uh, with authority. Uh, the next verse uh, in Mark eleven twenty three, it says, Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore I tell you that whatever you ask for in prayer, Believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. That's a big promise for us. That's a promise that we need to grab a hold of, too. If we have a problem in our lives, a lot of times what happens? We say, Lord, take away this problem. Lord, I give you this problem. But those are basic prayers, and, 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 and that's, that's fine if that's all you know how to pray. But praying with authority is different. Praying with authority is knowing your position, knowing who you are in Christ, knowing who's backing you up. So how would you pray differently? Lord, I command this mountain to leave in the name of Jesus. I command and I bind this problem right now. And I plead the blood of Jesus and I command it to leave my life right now in the name of Jesus. So there's a difference. When you take God's authority and you pray directly, to the mountain and you command it to leave 
Isn't that what the Bible tells us? It says to tell to the mountain directly and command it to leave in the name of Jesus. And so praying with boldness is something that, that's very important for your destiny. Praying with boldness is something that's important for your victory. Praying with boldness is something that's going to launch you to the next level uh, in your life. So it's boldness, boldness in action. Every overcomer has to learn to pray to their mountain. You cannot live in victory if you're not praying bold prayers. You cannot be an overcomer if you don't pray directly to those mountains. Amen? Praying God's will will also give us confidence. That's point number three. When we are praying God's will, that will give us confidence in our prayer. And so John 5, 14 tells us, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have received and that we have, uh, that we ask of him. Amen? Praying God's will gives us authority. So when we come here uh, praying and seeking God's face and seeking his direction, we're seeking God's will. It is the church's responsibility to seek God's will uh, and to declare God's will here on earth because God moves through the church. And if we're not doing that, if we're not fulfilling that, uh, that command or that, then the church won't function properly. Even though if we're doing everything right, if we're not praying God's will, then we're going to be in trouble. So we need to connect with, with God in this area. We need to seek God more in God's will for our lives, for the church. Another passage that's powerful that, that we need to live by, it's, uh, it says in Matthew 18, 18, Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. So there's a lot of things that we need to bind in our lives, right? There's some addictions, there's some thoughts, there's some fear, there's some insecurities, there's some things that we need to bind in our lives. You can do that yourself. You can pray, you say, I bind this thought right now in the name of Jesus. I command it to leave right now my life. I do not allow this thought to take over. You can just start praying prayers of authority over your life, over your children, over your family, over your finances. How many of you guys need to lose some finances in 2020? Yes. So you can pray over your finances. And you can say, I bind the spirit of poverty right now in the name of Jesus. I command it to leave my, my life right now. I pray for blessings over my finances. So you see the difference. It's taking it to the to the next level because you know your position. You know your authority. You know uh, who's backing you up. I want to um, give you a challenge for 2020. The challenge that as a church um, is pray with boldness. Pray from a heavenly position. Praying directly to the problem, to the mountain, with faith and without doubt, without fear. 
praying with confidence that the Lord hears the prayers of his people. There's a lot of promises for us. And there's a lot of things that we need to grab a hold of. And they're there. We just need to proclaim them. And we need to ask God boldly. We need to ask God confidently that he hears our prayers, that he hears our cries, and that he wants the best for us. He wants to take us to another level. He wants to, to bless our lives, our marriage, our finances. We just need to proclaim them in the name of Jesus. Let's, let's stand and let's pray. And let's ask God to, um, to be with us this year and to continue to take us to the next level. Amen. Can we give him a round of applause?